0: This is the Bounty Hunt Podcast. Bounty Hunters. We don't need that scum. A Utini Patreon exclusive featuring Star Wars news and discussion beyond the expanded universe.
1: I have never met a Mandalorian. The Mandalorian.
0: And now it's time to collect those credits. As you will. Bounty hunting is a
2: complicated profession. Hello, everyone, and
1: welcome to. Bounty Hunt, the Uteni Network podcast where we hunt down all the extra content in the Star Wars universe. I'm one of your hosts, Eric Eilerson, and joining me to talk about all things Andor, episode eight, Narkeena five, are the two other people on the show. That's a lot of numbers to start off. Uh, But we start off, of course, with Dr. Corey Helton. Hey, buddy, welcome to StreamYard episode two.
2: (laughs) StreamYard episode two. Uh, If Wes starts twitching at any point... Um, during this um, it's because I somehow talked him into letting me control this uh, because I wanted to show him this wonderful new software that we've been trying StreamYard and uh, it's much less complicated than our other software but also much less powerful (laughs) Mm. and it's kind of hard to convince somebody you know to go from like a uh, like a Dodge Ram to like a Tesla, <laughs> that's, true.
1: that's true. Are you saying a Tesla is more powerful than a Dodge Ram? Well, I guess in certain ways, that's very true.
2: I don't know. I don't know. You know, some ways. Um, you know but anyway here we are uh we're gonna try some things out again and see if uh this is something we want to try to switch to and we're always trying to change things up at Utini, which everybody loves uh when i do that don't they eric it's Uh. the greatest
1: (laughs) thing ever Uh, i love you change things but i love nothing more than the consistency the drive the power frankly the dodge ram of my heart wes jenkins hey buddy (laughs) Look at him! Hey, everyone.
0: But first, I, I have to address something, Corey. I don't, I don't condone Dodge Ram whatsoever. If it was the Ford F two fifty versus a versus like a a Chevy Volt, then there you go. That's what it
2: is. I know, I know um, just what buttons to press with you. What?
0: Oh my god! I'm all for, wow. I'm all for trying things out. This is great. It gives us some. Um, accessibility. If some uh, normal producers are out, I like it. Um, but we found some other things uh, earlier before we went live that we can show some screenshots. Of everybody to be connected with the show, so we can see some uh, see some images while we talk about it. So, I,
1: I mean, it's great. I think it's great. Excellent. Look at that. <laughs> Well, I think you guys are great, and all folks uh, watching and listening at home, I think you're great, because you have come here to chat about all things Andor, uh, of course, the show we've all been obsessed with the last two months now, almost, right? No, no, because it started in September, so last month and a half or so, uh, this is your first Bounty Hunt, welcome, uh, we are going to be chatting all things, episode 8, Narquina 5, good morning, Caroline, in the chat, by the way, um, if this is your first time. We're going to do a full spoiler recap of the episode, so make sure you watched it first. We're then going to each bring up a couple points about the show. A couple things that we liked, a couple things that we want to kind of go more in-depth about and just have a great conversation. We are so lucky that we're getting all these shows lately, so we are just going to kind of dive right in and tell you what happened in this last one. So, without further ado, full spoilers, let's go. Episode 8, Narquina 5, we begin with Cassian being shipped off to his new home, the prison, on Narkeena 5, as Cyril is questioned by Dedra for his involvement in the Ferrex debacle back on Coruscant. Cassian learns the rules about his imprisonment, including the importance of wearing moon boots, while Cyril attempts to proclaim his innocence to Dedra to no avail. After being issued his new clothes, Cassian is brought to the (laughs) work floor, where he meets Kino Loy, a.k.a. his new supervisor, a.k.a. Snoke. (gasps) It's not. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> he is then assigned to a table, meets Melshi from Rogue One, sees his new job, building a bunch of things for the Empire, and begins to learn how this whole system works. Meanwhile, Mon Mothma attends another party with Perrin and Tacoma, where she receives the latest updates from shangri She eavesdrops on some people, plots a little bit, and continues her craft behind the scenes. 30 shifts later, sorry Trev, this makes the timeline very confusing, Castian is figuring out how the prison system works even more, and we get a look back at the Ferrix crew. Marva is not doing so well. She's very cold. We said to turn the heat on! Guys, come on! But she's being looked after by Bix and Boros, who are in turn being spied on by Vel and Cinta. Bix then attempts to send Luthen a message, but Clea convinces Luthen to shut Ferx down. It's getting too hot. Which is unfortunately proven when Bix is apprehended by Imperials and meets Dedramiro, who may just be about to torture her. Luthen, meanwhile, heads to Segramilo, where he sees... Two tubes and the man himself, freaking Saw Guerrera. Luthen and Saw clearly don't trust each other, and Luthen fails in his attempt to bring Saw further into the fold. Guerrera, as always, will work alone. We end on the men of Table 5, hard at work after another prisoner kills himself in the night. Have they all given in to Imperial ranks, or is this just the beginning of their prison break? All right. Well, fellas, another episode of Andor, another, again, vastly different. <laughs> from all the others before yeah. it is the start of the new arc we know we have the director of the first arc but again it feels different let's start off as we always do just with a base temperature check how we're feeling about it Corey? this was all new new planet new stories yeah. how are we doing with episode eight
2: i uh i enjoyed it a lot i think um i think this is this was probably the slowest episode for me uh personally mm-hmm. which is wild i can finally say that we're eight Episodes in, um, yep. and I finally can say that this was a slower episode. It's kind of crazy. Um, I enjoy. I think there's a lot of subtle details that are probably going to make more sense later in sure. this episode. Like I feel like there's a lot of little small stuff of like, like, you know, new characters that we got to see. Little tiny details like Cassian's looking around as he's in the prison. Like yep. we got the guy with the hands. I mean, we're going to have to talk about all this stuff, of course. And like, I think this is going to be. I think this is going to be like that – like the first couple episodes where people online watched the first episode of Andor and then immediately started complaining about it. And then everyone ripped them to shreds in the comments, which I really appreciated. I actually saw that (laughs) – I saw that yesterday or last night I was browsing Reddit and someone was like – Finally started watching it and or and uh, just finished the first two episodes. This show sucks. What is everybody talking about? And somebody's like, dude, it's three episode arcs, watch the third one, and then there's like a there's like a 40 minutes later or whatever, uh-huh. it's like, yeah, I was yeah, I was wrong. <laughs> 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 yeah. Is what he said. Okay. <laughs> and I think this is gonna feel a little bit like that, but unfortunately, with this particular episode, we, we don't get the next two to immediately binge watch, right? right to get to right. see how everything fits nicely together, which like when we all watched the first three, we we're like, what is everybody talking? Talking about the show moving slowly, so I think I think we're. Uh, I finally understand a little bit of that of that of that like taste of like the show is moving a little slow for me. I finally understand that a little bit with this particular episode, but I think again, once we get the next two, I think it's really going to have a lot of payoff in the end. So I I can I can appreciate it. I can appreciate it enough to not to not say I didn't like this episode. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate it enough to say that uh, you know, in two more episodes, I can see the. The threads of detail kind of coming together. Yeah,
1: see the build for sure. Mm,
2: uh, yep. Wes, how about you, man? Um, I thought
0: this was a really good episode. I didn't think it was slow at all. Um, based on like scenes, like scenery set up, um, set up for what's to come, I guess. I was pretty, I was pretty surprised that Cassian has been thirty shifts in and hasn't tried to break out yet. Like he's seen. He's seen the vision of the boots on the wall, where the um, where the Imperials like put them back up on the wall and take them back uh-huh. down. You see them strapping it on before they go into yeah. the to the work area. Yeah. So um, I thought that was that was interesting. But they had a lot of uh, we had a lot of setup for um, Narkeena Five. We had a lot of Word <coughs> of the Rebellion. So it's uh-huh. a it's a nice buildup, I think. Um, in the end, I thought something was going to happen in the end, and they were just like. They, it, it's going to continue day to day. This is what he's doing, and then what? So yeah, I like the anticipation that they left us with, but um, I, I can see how it could be a little slow to some people.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely love the I, – I, I describe them as – moon boots meets like those rollerblades from the 90s that had like the if you if you cook your foot out of the rollerblade it was just like the little shoe with the little strap on it that's what <laughs> yeah. I kind of thought they were all wearing <laughs> um, Do you
0: remember you remember when back to the future came out those those Nike shoes that yes! uh, that like <laughs> went, yeah that straight up <laughs> yeah. like uh went uh, out of stock as like the second they went on sale yep. I can yes, see these uh-huh. I can see these going like some big company takes them whether it be Adidas or whatever and just sells them
1: it's yeah, Celebration exactly. Exclusive Moon Boots come on <laughs> just do it uh, yeah this one honestly for me this one was one of the more chilling episodes in a way because it was like no one really made huge strides to stop the rise of fascism this was just like really looking at what is day-to-day life like. Like, it's the reality of, hey, guess what? Your prison sentence? Doesn't really matter. They're going to increase it whenever they want. Deal with it. Yeah. Oh, you have mm-hmm. a lot of worry about breaking out of here? Nope, 30 days in, you're just going to be part of the machine. Oh, you're at this party? Eh, people don't really care about the Empire. They're just dealing with it. Like, Or, like, Luton being like, cool, Sagrera. We know him! He's an ally! Nah, I'm going to work alone. I'm not going to help you. Like, it was, mm-hmm. it was r- weirdly the most realistic, in a, in a hard way, um, episode for me because this is the one where you're like oh my gosh why isn't anyone doing anything why are we, Why isn't the rebellion winning it's like well because this is how it works like this is how the empire actually kind of breaks people's spirits and like when your only escape is you know literally killing yourself into prison then oh my gosh how horrible that is so for me like I ended this feeling way more unsettled than any of the episodes because mm-hmm. we didn't really get that resolution which I know is, is going to come of course but uh, but i kind of loved it craft wise for that reason um which which brings up the the first thing i really want to want to hit you guys with is is the prison itself and how it works um specifically with the use of prisoners to keep track of their own rule right which is like fascist 101 is like you get the people of the community to then police the community right and of, Mm -hmm. of course we mentioned him uh with a little bit of a joke in the recap, but freaking Andy Circus in this episode. Incredible job. Um, yeah, did. So what did you guys think of the idea of, like, a Kino Loy and the system that uses, like, incentives, like food flavoring and, mm-hmm. and all these things, even though they tell themselves our sentences don't really mean anything. Like, they're going to change yeah, it however mm-hmm. they want. Like, what kind of psychological warfare are they playing on these people to really keep them subdued and building their war machine?
2: Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> it's uh... – a Kind of classic prison movie, I guess we're kind of seeing a little bit with like, you know, there's all the all the the psych the psychological sort of effect, I guess, mm-hmm. of of prison and all the insanity of like the um, like the flavoring. That's how you get rewarded. but yeah. they, you know, the the winning team gets flavor yeah. out of their food. The losing Teams. team gets freaking <laughs> shocked, right? Like yep. so. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's it feels a little interesting though because I think it takes away from it a little bit because we all know that Cassian is going to get out, right? Like probably yeah. pretty quickly. In my is if I had to guess, right? um Hopefully
1: within the next few episodes.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So, how fast is that? You know, how much time is going to pass? Is it going to be like five years? Has he been in there for five years? I don't know. Like, I mm. doubt that. That's what they're going to do. Um, but I don't know. It feels like I, that takes away a little bit for me. Does that mm. do that for you mm-hmm. too? Like knowing that he's going to get out, knowing that like it's, it doesn't feel, it feels scary, but not like super scary to me. I don't know. What do you think?
0: I don't. I think that the, just trying to figure out how he gets out is, is, is neat, but, um, but it doesn't really take it away. Cause like they're, they're showing it as him, like going along with the machine that he's in there going day to day, like, putting in that scene of him being 30 days in and him like knowing how to use his food tray and then knowing how to suck on his water tube. And then, so like yeah. he's in, he's in the machine right now, but you know, you think like inside of his head, he's trying to scheme of how he's trying to get out of there. Um, but yeah. how's he going to do it? And, and like you said, Corey, are they going to, they're going to push like maybe two years in, this is what it looks like kind of thing.
2: Um, yeah, doesn't necessarily take me I, I like out, that. but I like, that was a- I like the setup. That was a great transition too I feel like, yes! like they really could have they yeah. really could have dragged out like uh like him getting acclimated to the prison mm-hmm. and they didn't and I kind of appreciate that that like there was that was a there was a lot of time spent on kind of explaining how everything works and he's very he looks like he doesn't know what he's doing like they really could have drugged that out of like he works on the line like I was surprised that we didn't get to see him kind of working on the line and like messing things up because he doesn't know what he's doing getting yelled at I'm surprised we didn't get to see that I feel like that's, yeah. that was an obvious place it was going and it just kind of skipped that to say you know. Thirty days have passed and now he's used to it. And I yeah. that was good actually. That was a really yeah. good transition, I felt like. <laughs> yeah, it was And um, to use the efficient. and to use the food. Yeah, yeah, it was efficient. And to use the food as the That's the incentive because, to like, not I think to yeah. to increase
0: productivity. Or to stay Right,
2: yeah. right. And I, I love that they use the food to signify the transition too, that yeah. he now knows what he's doing because he like I think it changed from him not really. Maybe you can find that Wes in the in the video. It shows him like not really knowing how to use the stuff that's in his jail cell, mm-hmm. and yep. then he immediately he's just like really casually, and he just kind of throws it behind him, and he gets sucked into the wall or yep. whatever. Like he sits up, he kind of like
1: done. Yeah,
2: yeah, right. He like he like figured out. Um, he figured out what to do with it. Yeah, right. Like so, he's like he immediately figured out how to how to use it and that was how they signified that he now knows what to do in the prison. Yeah. And I appreciated that. That <laughs> like was really good. Like how
1: quickly you can become used to certain things that we think is kind of is you know kind of insane frankly of, of like how this all works and and one of the reasons I loved that too is you know skipping all that I think you're right Corey, this was like you know a Shawshank Redemption type movie <laughs> like like that classic kind of Hollywood storytelling <laughs> that's the stuff it's the beating down of the prisoners it's the, that kind of stuff. But if you watch this episode again folks Cassian does not have that many lines at all. Mm-mm. He barely speaks yep. this entire episode, but he's always watching. He's very active. And I think this is a shout-out to Diego Luna as an actor because when you get your script and you don't have that many lines, you're probably like, oh, it's you know, easy days. But this is one of his, I think, hardest episodes because he's always actively watching and observing and he has to get out of the way but watch how the the thing is done. And he's watching in horror as the the things that they're building, but he also has to watch so he can learn so he doesn't fall behind. And, like, there's so many things going on behind his eyes. And, Mm -hmm. um, oh, can we highlight, uh, Caroline had a great comment there. Do we think Cassian is actually going to be the one to lead the breakout or will he just get caught up in others' plans again? Because that's what he's been in the show, yeah. right? He's the mercenary. He's following a along. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's that's the good, latter. That's a good question. I think he
2: gets caught up in other plans as well. Because that's kind of been the theme of the show so far. And also, we haven't mentioned yet, um, the guy from Rogue One is Melchie. in this movie. What is that guy's... Melshi! Melshi is yeah. in the show. That yes. was a uh, nice little surprise. I freaked out, and Caitlin's like, what are you talking about? I was like, it's uh, it's the dude from Rogue One. Like, he he's... he's you might not have realized switch, it was a... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He was that guy. So that is very cool. Obviously they're going to get out together uh somehow, yeah. I guess. Um yeah. That's a good question. Hey, the other thing I wanted to bring up about the psychology too is um is uh uh Dale Erdman brought this up in our chat too about the the day counter that's in the yeah. cell is pretty cool and dark and interesting and uh, he says it's something like like five point eight years or something like that is how yep. much he has left and and uh, Mel, she's like don't look at it don't ever look yep. at it that was a really yeah. intense moment it doesn't I think.
1: matter you know because because they, they also mentioned yeah. they all got. They're all angry now at the rebels outside because they got years added to their sentences. He's like, We didn't do anything. It wasn't our fault. Yep. And I'm like, that this is how it's you my fault. do it. Um, I do want to point out one thing though in our in our outline here, uh, because Wes, I'm realizing you're actually in favor of all this. If you like the tiny home atmosphere, the cell doesn't seem too bad. Why are you oh. talking about that, Wes? No, <laughs> oh,
0: if you're a minimalist,
1: that is like
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is one hell of a digs you got there. I mean it's it's super clean. They clean it for you every day, right? And then you come back Amazing. in, you have a you have a spot to sleep, you get all the food you can eat. Because they yep. want you to make sure that you are healthy How and kind. not healthy, but you know, fueled and ready to go for the next day. Yep. All the water you can drink to keep nice and shaved, you know. And I was going to ask, mm-hmm. did you notice if Cassie and Andor's hair was a little longer after those thirty days, or was it the same?
1: Was he using the razor to cut <laughs> the hair off or something? Um, that's a, um, they, that's <laughs> a good question. As the Empire cares is the thing. You know what? You know what? You know See? what sucks, fam? You know what sucks? Deciding what to have for breakfast. Thanks to the Empire, you don't have to waste that valuable time. That's right. It's all I the two. That's,
2: <laughs> I I saw in the tube. I really I really appreciate uh like how everything is so neatly tucked away in the walls. Like the toilet yeah. goes into the wall, the food yeah. goes into the wall. His his plate even like sticks uh like oh, sticks yeah. to the yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. you can use um, all that
0: space for, you know, activities that you want yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Your There's Steve a good shot. Here
2: appreciate here's a good shot of this thing. Look how efficient and organized this thing is. You cannot tell me that there is something there's not something a little bit appealing about this.
1: They made it white the clip, so it's not there's black. I know. The, uh, no. the Utini yeah. boys are in favor of federal prisons and, and the, and the efficiency of the system. Um yeah. No, it it is it is an amazing design work and, and I think like just in general like we've all we've been very complimentary of the production design of this show. Um, from a technical standpoint Tony Gilroy uh, Mm -hmm. I forget in every interview he talks about his production designer that's the first guy he brought in to work on the show and this is so clear like this Mm -hmm. is maybe the only time they use these sets this is incredible
2: yeah I want to keep I want to keep talking about I think a lot of the prison stuff before we move to the other major stuff that happened in this episode Uh, because I I, the prison was the majority of the episode but there is this there is a lot of side plots kind of developing like so I want to talk about those eventually too uh but there's a lot of small details. We already kind of mentioned the boots being a, a major point. Mm-hmm. Um they're also all barefoot. That is very oh, yes. interesting. Yeah. Um yeah. very interesting kind of psychological torture kind of thing. I can you imagine being barefoot all the t- all the time yeah. on cold metal floors like yeah. I don't like this is this is a weird thing that I do. I cannot like sleep if my feet are like super cold. It's super stupid. But like like if that? my feet are really cold at night, like I have to put on socks for like 20 minutes until they get warmed up and then I can finally go to sleep. Like I will literally just lie awake like <laughs> cold hoping feet. my feet will get will get warmed up. And I'll like put blankets <laughs> over just my feet at the end of the bed and hoping they will get like warm. And they don't. So I just finally give up and get out of bed and put socks on. So like this was this was especially torturous Damn. to me of like seeing that they're all barefoot all the time like that would just be miserable yeah. I'm not sure I would ever get used to that
1: between this episode and a couple weeks ago in House of the Dragon big week for feet people in the fantasy circle that's right you know you know <laughs> yeah, I, noticed,
0: um, I noticed that they all had nice trimmed toenails manicured toenails I, I didn't see anybody mm. with nasty you know yeah. cracked oh, yellow God. ones so
1: the they, Empire would never they, allow you, it they'd be like you think, no! you think there there's you a little, go. uh, you, th- you think there's a little
2: compartment in the in the in the in the in the, in the little room, like from the dumpster toenail clippings. You think that's like a hole in the wall? Or, no, you know? you
1: know what it is. There's a mouse droid that comes around with little clippers, and goes like, ee 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 ee. just clips the toenails and yeah, then like. You just have to, <laughs> that's it that's up.
2: actually why all the bedrooms are kind of like raised up, so you can like hang your toes off the end of it, <laughs> right? Oh my so God, they can that's get them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Wow, all right. Okay. Moving on from the feet, that was kind of gross. Uh, but, but yeah. No, okay. Right. Let's talk about. Like, let's talk about some of the other stuff about the prison that I thought was very noticeable because yeah. we had a lot of details of andor watching and seeing everything is that that toy story meme or the toy story scene of of woody from from the first toy story movie where he's in sid's hand his head turns around and he goes we toys see everything or whatever you don't know what talking yeah. about that's what andor was doing this whole episode and there was a lot of subtle details that the viewer was meant to understand that andor was picking up like mm-hmm. Like, when he was walked into the yard, like, before he was brought into his little group where they're all doing all their, like, workstation stuff, there was this whole conflict amongst the guards about, like, why is this guy late? And he's like, oh, there were short staff downstairs. There was a lot of details there that Andor picked up on. You can tell that he's learning yeah. how the prison works. He just got here. Yeah. And he's I'm already sure kind of learning come back how the up, prison works. Anyway,
1: oh, you mean some guards sometimes aren't at their posts? How odd. Yes. Hmm.
2: Exactly. Exactly. Another small detail that I noticed is uh when uh right after right after this scene, uh, when Andor is brought into the the yard where they're all doing their working, um they had to use the like like shock stick or whatever to get him from the guard room to the mm-hmm. downstairs because the whole little elevator thing is not electrified, right? So Whoa, like yeah, that was a right, that was a yeah. nice little detail. Yeah. Wes if you could skip forward just a hair. Um, like the yeah. the little there's an elevator thing that they that they go to or whatever that like is obviously not electrified because the guard is really tense while he's like holding him as he's coming down because yeah, they're all cowards, thing, right? Like all the guards yes.
1: know that th- that this thing. the second any of this stuff stops working, they are screwed. <clears throat> Look how horrid yeah.
0: that guy's posture is from the Empire. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> God, yeah,
1: he looks like a like a like a parenthesis almost. <laughs> like he's turning <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> like oh, that's he, funny it's the body language body, yeah. to sound, it's like that's yes exactly
2: is. it's intentional though we're meant to yes. see that the guards are all like kind of lazy and mm-hmm. like they're yeah. not really like yes they care about the protocol and stuff but this obviously is kind of a shitty job and
1: yep. um
2: yeah I, I love those I really noticed those couple details in the very beginning the yeah. uh the guard shift stuff and then the electrified the the, the lift not being electrified with i think it's gonna be very important later on maybe i, don't yeah, know. I didn't yeah. notice that good point
1: yeah also shout out to the uh, us seeing the the charge when they're first brought in like it's again not a we're shooting lightning doing any special effects it's just a camera shift a sound and then the actors all doing like the physical like oh my god i'm being charged to death essentially and yeah. like us seeing that i think is so key because like that's level one out of three and then every time every time i saw the floor like blink and then go red i got this little <clears> chill because <throat> i'm like oh my god like yes. i now know what that is and can you imagine sleeping like a foot away from a literal death floor like what if you what if you have a right. weird dream and you go ah! and you fall out of bed <laughs> you die
2: right yeah like, i mean don't the yeah the cells in the the cells themselves have electrified floor as well, I assume, right? So how does think,
1: that? I don't think so. How
2: does that? How do does that? that work? Like, does uh Oof. uh, yeah, this was a pretty hor- horrendous scene. scene, scene, scene I think. It. Um, yeah the the cells themselves are pretty electrified. I think is is my understanding. So ha- when do they get? We didn't see them get their shock for like for being punished yeah, the second time. The oh yeah, yeah. yeah, for yeah for coming yeah. in last. We didn't, we didn't bring we, in last. Yeah, we we didn't see that. Probably a so couple times that, though.
1: Let's be honest. Out of thirty shifts, like. Mm-hmm. When Cassie was getting to it, I'm assuming you get a couple, <clears throat> you know,
2: let's let's oh Wes, go ahead. Sorry, oh, I was going to say, well, okay, I was going to piggyback off of
0: what Eric was saying. After 30 shifts, I can already see somebody that's either going to um, maybe be outed by the group because he is not pulling his weight. Um, it looks like he's been there for a while and he's mm-hmm. already, well, not already, but he's, like, putting parts in backwards. He's like, oh, no, turn that around, turn that around. It's like, shouldn't yep, yep. you shouldn't you know that already? I mean, you've been doing this for a, quite a long time. It should be, like, it should be second nature to you about how this damn part goes in. And so right. yeah, they had to switch it around. You lose valuable time that way. And then as they're switching that around, you see Cassian kind of taking a breather. Are you allowed to take a breather? Yeah, exactly. Like in, that was yeah. in high school football, you're not allowed to put... Put your hands on your knees or you get yelled at by your coach. You stand yeah. straight up because you... What's... You get you get better oxygen that way, which is bullshit, by the way, and everybody knows it. <laughs> yep.
1: What's well, I mean, that, well, want part to about, uh, like about Keno Lloyd too coming in. He he has that balance when he yells at him. He's like, "Don't take a breather," and then says, "Come on, you have a chance to win today." And I'm like, completely about face. Right? He's using negative yeah. and positive reinforcement at the same time. And I'm yes. like, bro, you got you kind of got to pick one. Cassie is going to
0: beat
1: you. <laughs> on this picture
2: of his face. Let's 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 talk about him. Look at this. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Andy Circus, everybody. Let's talk about let's talk about Andy Circus's character for yeah, a second, yeah. uh, and then I want to shift to uh, then I want to shift to Caroline's Mommy. comment here. What are the what are oh, building? Wait, uh, yes. Because I want to I want to talk about that a little bit because I think that's going to be important later on. I want to talk about Andy Circus for a minute. What's his name? His character's name? Kino Loy. Kino Loy. I think. I think you Kino Loy is going to become a good guy by the end of this, um, because I I don't think we're meant to think that he is a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. That he is you know kind of the the hard ass prison warren type type character. He's a narc, uh, also, but like he is he is. Well, I don't think he actually is though. I think Kill. I think he is playing this role out of necessity. Um, sure, maybe sure. Uh, because he understands that like he gets punished if his particular group does not you know, perform well, I assume. Play the game. Um and he right? calls it a game. That was beautiful. I loved that. That was a great, it was a great line. Yeah. Um, so I, I would love to see him be like kind of be maybe the Imperial sort of turn on him a little bit and he mm-hmm. realize he remembers that this is a prison sentence for him as well. Right? Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I, I could see that that turning out to be um interesting.
1: He's like two weeks he's he's that guy that's like I'm two weeks from retirement. <clears throat> You know, I'm just gonna. Who's the guy from?
2: Who's the guy from Holes with the? Was it Radar or what was his name? Not Radar. That was Mash. Uh, X ray. X ray. X ray. X ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- yeah. The guy, Wow. From Holes. Oh, <laughs> West, you look like a deer in I You have no idea what the. Reference I've seen the Holes is. like a, a
0: quarter of the movie. I
2: don't know. You're yeah, it was in <laughs> holes. holes is a great movie. Anyway, so X-ray in holes. Yeah. X-ray is like he's been there the longest, so the yeah. you know the the understanding amongst everybody that's that's in this kind of like prison camp is like if you find anything interesting that could possibly earn you a day off, it goes to X-ray, right? Yeah. Because he has been here the longest. He has the you know the authority and that sort of thing, and uh, that's kind of like a a key psychology, I guess, of that of that movie. But yeah, yeah I get that that kind of sort of vibe from. From this, uh, really believable character though, super scary. Oh yeah, scary. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. And Andy Serkis. Uh, I love the comments I saw on Reddit about him being Snoke. <laughs> 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 that was a risky casting decision, I have to say.
1: You know what? We all got we all got to read our clickbait articles somewhere, and I, people are like, could That's it right. be a bad – What's- no, but someone clicked on it and you got your ad revenue. Good job. Yeah, can is- you can you imagine if
2: they like if they cast like like Samuel Jackson as just like a prisoner or something like that? <laughs> and like <laughs> that's
1: it's too pr- polarized. It's like, you know, when, I when know Sam exactly. Waymore did the did the voice of uh of that Shore Trooper in Episode Seven? It was like, is Starkiller canon? And is he actually a Shore Trooper? No, Lucasfilm has their emails. So, <laughs> like chill. Just-
0: Thinking yeah. back to these prisoners, are there like all of them have that counter in their cell? Mm. Like,
2: yeah, and, uh-huh.
0: but apparently right. a lot of them don't even pay attention to it anymore. But are they thinking about getting out, or now are they thinking about the hierarchy? They're just like, all right, well, I'm never getting out of here. How do I get to be a floor manager? So, like, once Probably. his term is up, how do you get his? That's a, I mean, who cares? First of all, but still, I mean, like they're yeah. scheming to be the floor manager. So, I mean, Maybe. they're not the. They have to. If their cell is the one that comes in last by the other floors, then uh-huh. like who gets who gets punished? Does the whole garret or the whole yeah. like floor get punished? Do so they all get shocked? Yeah,
1: like we don't know. Well, but. What one thing I think that this show did really, really well in a way that we actually haven't seen Star Wars do I think at least in like live action animation outside the books is really make the prison an ecosystem because I think mm-hmm. that's one of the things that a lot of the great prison shows do is that it's this isn't just an arc about a prison break like we know it's probably going to happen but this is about what prison does mentally like we mentioned earlier the <clears> fact, <throat> fact that you are barefoot you feel vulnerable you have to mm-hmm. like go naked with a bunch of people to get your clothes you're stripped of oh, any yeah. kind of individuality you don't have any choice in how you eat like I think you're totally right, Wes. After a while, your mentality can't just be, when am I getting out of here? Because then every day for six-plus years, you're going to be me- miserable. And, and prisoners talk about this. like In the real world, when they yeah. get out, Like at a certain point, you have to mentally change your thinking to, how do I get through the days? What is my actual achievable goal now so I can yeah. actually do something that I can move up? So I think being a floor manager, like you say— getting a reward after a certain point becomes how you mentally survive which is horrifying but I think again like many things in this show really freaking accurate to how it is in the real world
2: yeah and then and also some people can't take it we got to see that guy kill himself, yep. which was pretty violent. That that shocked me a little bit. No pun, yeah. in, no pun intended. <laughs> uh, intended. That was, uh, was yes. Uh, <laughs> That's a level three joke right there, Corey. Uh, <laughs> genuinely did not mean to do that. Uh, yeah, uh, that was pretty dark, dude. Yeah. And everybody, there was no compassion amongst nope. the prisoners yeah. at all. Oh, we smell they were like, oh, man, we're going to have to smell them all night. Like, it was just. Oh, what
0: about my group? Was, we're going to be shorthanded now. We're going to be shocked tomorrow because we don't have anybody to help us on our-
2: exactly, yeah, exactly. Man, that was kind of messed up, and uh, and the other kind of detail about that was how desperate they all were to know about what's happening on the outside. Mm-hmm. That was very yeah. interesting. It's very clear that that uh, there is a group of it, prisoners no. that, that didn't give up hope, right? Like, right. um, there's a lot of books about this type of concept. Uh, you know, one of the most famous philosophy books, Man's Search for Meaning, is about you know, someone who survived a Holocaust camp, and right, and, he, and they talked about like holidays being the worst and like if you ever lose that that hope if you ever lose that that potential idea that you're going to survive this then it's totally gone for you like there's no chance of survival if you lose that internal instinct so i love that we got to see a little bit of that exploration in the in the show and you can tell everybody's a little bit crazy like you can tell everybody's a little bit kind of messed up from the experience um but uh like i love that there's they're kind of keeping the idea that some of these guys do feel like they're gonna get out one day. Yeah. Maybe. Even though they don't they don't say that. Yeah, but, but they have know. to
1: feel a bit. And, yeah. and and I wanna hit on um what <clears throat> it was some of the other storylines in here, but the last thing I really want to hit is something that Caroline said and I know you're right here, Corey, as well. Um what are they building? What are Because like this it's was a ve- it's a very specific geometric thing and they're just <laughs> making thing after thing after thing after thing after thing. It seems like a solid yeah. metal it's not like a ship, it's not like a droid part because it doesn't really bend. Like this could also just be know. a Star Warsy gadget, you know? Just the just yeah. the pur- mm-hmm. the purpose is that we see them moving and doing a job, sure. but with the arm, any, any it, idea it that could it could be, the metal
0: pieces sticking out in like diagonal Let's ways, it, it kind of looks like an engine block, and it looks like there's yeah, pistons on the inside. Too. So that right. that's what I was thinking could be an engine block for anything, though. Um, with yeah. that yeah. size, that's what i
1: of thinking too. Uh, with, I'm not sure yeah. what it could be. Yeah, it sounded heavy too. Like with like. The, yeah. the amount did a great of NSA, job with that, yeah, yeah. Wes, the, hit, Wes hit that. I, I did, just, did a you, great you job. That, that was amazing.
0: Um, with like all of the turning of the of the ratchets and um, with the with the base involved with moving those big pieces. It's yeah. it made you. It sounded like it was heavy. You don't know that it's heavy. Yeah. That could have been all styrofoam there, but because <laughs> right. of the sound. Like the sound engineer that used the, all these different bass parts to move it around. You can. You knew that it was a heavy piece of equipment. They did a really they did that with them walking on the floor in the prison. They did that with um like with the shock with the uh with that that the shock device that they used on the floor. They did mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. all the little nuances they did with the sound was the fantastic. Sound. Yeah. I mean yeah. it yeah. blows me away they did this for a TV show, and this entire landscape that they did was just it doesn't seem cramped to me. It seems open, whereas I thought yeah. um, the Obi-Wan show seemed a little cramped to me. Like you yeah. knew it was on set. Yeah. And this one right. feels the like...
2: Set's the large. Yeah,
0: like the just the, the floor where they work the, on the prisoners, it seems very wide open. It seems like that is a giant yes. warehouse that they were in to film this. So...
1: Yeah. Amazing. And and we had all the twos with all the other people and, yeah. and and we didn't we didn't mention this earlier but like there was that one person that was like signing to mm-hmm. other prisoners around and they're like communicating yeah. with other floors so clearly there's that kind of stuff but <clears throat> But yeah, that scope was, I think, is just so key because there wasn't a single moment huge. where I was like, oh yeah, they just they found an Imperial prison and they shot the show there. How cool. Like, you know, <laughs> it don't, it like, uh, like
2: we got, we, we glimpsed an Imperial prison with Jen Erso in Rogue yeah, One. Right. And I believe those were actually reshoots, if I remember correctly. The whole prison stuff, I think, were reshoots for Rogue One, which explains why the scale is not really there in Rogue One because sure. you only get to see it for a few moments. Um, and, uh, but this is very different from that. It feels like we're genuinely at a, a prison. It Doesn't feel like you know we're just in a cell or. Right. Sort of we have these big, wide-open shots of being inside the workroom. I agree, Wes. Is really fantastic. I mean that that room feels enormous, and I assume that it actually is real. I mean, given everything else on this on yeah, the oh, yeah. show, I assume that yeah. that whole set. I I, I assume they have genuinely built a giant warehouse-looking set mm-hmm. like yeah. somewhere, and they're using to shoot that stuff, and like I guess they. What would it be like to be an extra in that? Like you get to, they're like telling you how the ma- machines work in the background, so they kind of want you to do some of this yeah. stuff. That'd be interesting.
1: You um, kind of what you to yeah, do the the whole day.
2: Uh, I wanted to bring up that that point. This one of my my notes here is about the the layout of the prison. I feel like it's gonna be important later on because we have these giant tube kind of transport where they all get to kind of see everybody else that's in the prison. Like the the the, so they get to see what the scale of everything else is, and it's pretty massive actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's up with this guy signing? I think that is going to be incredibly important. And why are they why yeah. do the Imperials let that happen? Why is it happening? What are they communicating about? Like what is the story there?
1: I think that's I think we're getting that in the next episode. I think that cat cuz Cassian saw again, he sees everything like you said. I think that's <laughs> they're they're relaying some kind of info, right? Like this is what we did today or, or I found something else. Like whatever they're communicating is definitely a way to keep that hope and to allow us to like you know did oh i saw these guards this way did you see this we can stop production like it's plotting a break because i think based on how big this thing is we know that if you're going to break out of this place you're going to need the coordination of all the floors like one group one table cannot do it yeah that's that's a good point i love that yeah
2: that was very interesting um i really like that we got to see and here's another shot of this layout of this building too yeah. is very interesting it it's almost very looks like they're in the water too by the way which is very you know? cool yeah, yeah it is very, very Camino-esque Camino. like, they're in a waterfall it's kind of beautiful in a way like that there's this it looks like a, yeah. it could be a luxurious resort like can you imagine this is the Corey, Do you want to move here? It's, it's efficient there's I think waterfalls. I do Actually, listen <laughs> There's waterfalls. There, it's there's it's minimalist. Like, I mean, he's checking all my boxes. It's exactly. I mean, it is clean, it's super clean, super clean. You know, you, everybody understands exactly what they have to do. Yeah. I mean, it looks like a good time. You know, it just works.
1: Uh, <laughs> it just works. While we're
2: while we're talking about the the building thing, I also want to talk about something we're obviously building up to is the old man on Cassian's team. Yeah. Because yeah. I think it is very obvious this guy is going to drag the group down, and something's going to happen to him. Um, and I haven't yet. I haven't yet decided if I believe that he's going to... Uh, like, an accident's going to happen and, like, the engine block's going to fall on him or something like that. I feel like that could be an obvious mm-hmm. answer. I could also see... I could also see maybe Cassian cutthroat killing this guy for holding yep. him back. Yep. Uh, we've we've gotten a little bit of... A little bit of the taste of the brutality that, that mm-hmm. Cassian has. Oh, so, yeah. I don't know. I could see that maybe working out. If it's, like... If they give them some kind of ultimatum that, like, their team has to pick up the slack or they're just going to kill them all or something, maybe, yeah. I think Cassie would kill him. Like, Leave him without a second thought. Leave him! <laughs> Leave him! No. You know? He's slowing exactly. us down.
0: It's we for everybody, it's go. for the group. I <laughs> know. Yeah. That's
2: my exactly. granddad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I know.
1: I think he, that's totally He's. The, I, don't, yeah, I don't
0: think he's long for this world, so don't no. get attached. I'm tired of digging <laughs> these holes, Grandpa. <laughs> I, I do dare,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Two holes These
2: There's their holes reference for you, Wes. So,
1: I, I wanna, <laughs> so off of that guy possibly dying, I want to go up to another – one of the major parts of this episode. Obviously, uh, we check back in with Mon Mothma. <clears throat> um, we get her whole world again. I, I love that now we're, we're not getting so many segmented episodes. Like We're checking in with everyone throughout, which is great. Um, we get another – lavish, freaking gorgeously designed party at Mon I'm sorry, these parties look awesome. Uh, I I know there's a pool of bad people that are totally pro-Empire and it's not great. The drinks look good. Costumes are great. Do the drinks look
2: good? (laughs) Yeah, there's a little... (laughs) It's it's tequila Tequila. with a worm at the bottom of it. Hey, that <laughs> was great. Sh- that what a what a great detail because uh, they dropped a little worm in it. And doesn't it change colors? It I think it changes. It colors. dissolves. It fizzes and it dissolves. Yeah, if it fizzes and it changes colors and like <laughs> like these were. Very interesting drinks. I love their glasses, too. Eric, you're always talking about the oh, glasses God, from uh, the glass Solo. Did, did you finally get those? Did you finally get them or Not no? Not
1: yet. We're still in progress. They're crazy
2: expensive or something, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Um, um, but they're on the Halcyon. Yeah, uh, this
1: better be on the Halcyon as well. I'll tell you what. Put the freaking <clears> – <throat> or put them in an uh, Oga's Cantina. Give me the the, the chandralin tequila shots. Basically, it's what it is. Yeah, you know, basically. But, but this and, one was great uh, yeah. because one of the things that I wrote down is that Mon Mothma talked about her and Perrin's past relationship which we have not gotten a lot we we confirmed that they got married before they were 16 it was an arranged marriage which we'd heard in like variety Mm -hmm. but now in in the show they talk about and she's like Perrin used to be a firebrand and which makes me think oh he used to be probably like a more of a political activist a little more excited Mm -hmm. and then he got rich He got lazy, he kind of faded into apathy, and I think, again, when we're talking about an episode that has some of the really tragically real-life parallels, people that get a little comfortable, get a little close to power, and then become really apathetic about everything that's happening is so accurate. So, like, I want to ask you guys in this particular moment, did you feel, I don't know, sorry for Perrin, but did this help you understand him a bit, or are we still all on team, like, this guy sucks, screw him completely?
0: I'm on team. This guy sucks. Okay,
1: great. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Perrin's a son of a bitch. There's no way around it. Yeah.
0: He's, he just doesn't care. He, he, he. I know. He seems, he, he seems selfish to like to his yeah. to his wants and not really caring about what's what's going on in the world. He just cares about kind of yeah. what's going on in his world in on
2: that floor. Yeah, he does. Yeah It's almost a step further than that too It's almost like he's intentionally snooty or something Yeah You know what yeah. I mean Like not s- snooty is not the right Charity word Charity starts at home Yeah And he goes to eat Yes it- <laughs> I know yeah yeah. like what a what a tool man. I feel like, like
1: he, he's kind of disgusted I feel like if, if we if we told him Perrin everyone used to care about charities back on Chandra the teenager and used to do these things he's like oh I was such a stupid child I didn't know how the world worked you know and yes, like, exactly. and, and then we have more conversations with him and Mon in the party of people talking about like you know oh it's fine it's fine and Mon does, doesn't break her cover but she does offer a little bit of pushback for the first time of like don't you think this is a little messed up Mm. Like, don't you yeah. feel? Do you feel like you're in danger right now? What are you, What are you being protected against? Which again is so much political yeah. rhetoric we hear every day. Like, oh, I'm scared of the other this that. It's like, for why? For what? And they're yeah. like, oh, well, you know, blah 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 blah. And it's just <laughs> the
2: only I, thing I'm in danger of is getting too trash from these yeah. drinks. Am I right,
1: everybody? <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: I love that. It was that just. Guy.
1: That guy was like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill it with this joke. Oh, people are going <laughs> <know>. to love me. <laughs>
2: exactly. Yes, he was. This hospitality.
1: Yeah, was... Oh, my goodness. No, I know.
2: Exactly. I know. Yeah. That was
1: fantastic. I also think that her daughter absolutely thinks that Mon is sleeping with Tacoma, and I think that's why she's pissed at her. Is
2: that what that's about?
0: Okay, I yeah. Perry I was, I was going to bring it up. thinks that, what was that up she's with sleeping the with Tay like, yeah. like Yeah. It's just, like,
2: gives that's him the a side I'm eye getting. all the time, so, like, yeah. He doesn't seem like he gives a shit <laughs> yeah, about either. mom, though. So oh. why does he care about that? Oh, he's just, I don't know. He's got nothing his else uh, to do except be jealous, I guess. Yeah,
1: his image. And I think, I mean, you've all you've all heard, like, the parents that use their child as ammunition, which they definitely do seem to do, or at least parent does. Like, well, you got to ask her. Or, like, you know, what mm-hmm. is he saying at the party about, like, oh, there's your mother. Oh, with Tacoma. wonder why he's <clears throat> here again. Oh, God. And, like, you know, he's definitely seeding that into her daughter's mind. Which is also disgusting, <laughs> like yeah. the fact that, You think yeah. that's is it's that is that
2: what you think it is? Like why the daughter? Because it seems like there is some kind of subplot developing yeah. with the daughter. I guess of like she seems to really hate her mom. So, yeah. Well, what's that all? What's that all about? I wonder. You think it's that he's planning the idea that she is 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 infidelity? You think that's yeah. the theme? Maybe?
1: If if not infidelity, is something like it, it, whatever it is? It's like oh, she's always gone. Oh you you could ask her oh wait she's not here again you know like i think it's just constant right. reinforcement that she doesn't care about the family
0: mm.
2: Yeah, Caroline had a really good comment here it says I do think it's interesting that it's a somewhat common theme of husbands not loving how involved their wives are in the senate yeah I mean I, I think that's a very good point actually it yeah. could be something along the lines of just how oh your mom's not here she she must not really care about us you know she's just very yeah. busy with her yeah senate I'll work. be there you know, it's all very important yeah, yeah. exactly you know I guy know it's important you know
1: what does you, know, guy you does. suck Perrin.
2: what does parent do <laughs> eat he's, he's a, a, house- husband? He's a, he's a yeah. He's a trophy husband. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's a house husband. A Mon, I just, I want to say second, that I, you know, I love the theme. Oh, I love oh, the term man. house husband so yeah. much.
1: It's a goal. It's, it's a goal. Um, yeah. So I, I, I love that. I think you know I like seeing Mon go more with that. Um, and then, and then we have the two final groups that we kind of see the Ferrex crew, including Velsinta and then Bix, Boros, and Marva over there. But before we do yep. that, I, I I do want to talk briefly about the, frankly, slightly long scene we got with Luthien and Saw. I mean, Saw Guerrero, we knew he was in the trailers, we oh, knew he was coming. How did we
2: forget to add this w- to our notes? Like, Luthan and Saw Guerrero. That was a God, great scene.
1: Stone Skarsgård and Forrest Whitaker just acting in each other's faces. I'm like, man, what a great time. Like, they were just, oh, was that you? Dude. Oh, I thought it was you. Ah, 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 I might kill you. I might kill you. Ah, yeah. ah, ah, <laughs> like, you know?
0: Yeah, Forrest Whitaker is great, so dude. good. You can tell, yeah. like his acting is. Even though stealing Scar's guard is really good, but I mean, you can you can see why that man got an Oscar. He is like, yeah, just yeah. the pauses, the the um, the the, facial yeah, facial expressions, expressions all yep. of that. It. Look, like, it's just dude. it's so good. And then we only got yeah. yeah, we only got like a minute and a half. of It, it sucks.
2: It was, <laughs> and, dude. Saul was unhinged, man. Yeah, unhinged, hysteric. like yes, his like how quick he goes from laughing at a joke to like I'm gonna cut your throat yeah. is yeah. just fucking yeah. scary dude like <laughs> pardon yeah. my French but yes it was just it really took me off guard how scary Saw was <laughs> in yeah. this episode well, and he said
1: something like you know Luthen saying his whole plan was there. there's this guy I want to hook you up with I will give you these resources weapons and stuff for free if you join and he's trying to get him to formally come into the rebellion <clears throat> yeah, talk to and him and and no. sauce says something on the lines of, i forget the line i meant to write it down but like i'm the only one that is really fighting i'm the only one that understands like he is so consumed with the fact that his way of brutality is the only way things are getting done and he thinks everyone else are idiots mm-hmm. and it's like yeah,
2: yeah god true
1: god and he's been proven right a lot which is the problem over his life as we've seen <clears throat> in rebels and clone yes. wars like he like he has yeah, been he's correct
0: that's what that's the interesting part. Everybody thinks he's crazy, but he ends up being right. Like crazy like everybody yeah. thinks he's nuts and that he's just being a radical. He's being way too far yeah. Way too far our rebellion. I don't know what you go left or right with that, but, uh, yeah. and then don't boo
2: me. I'm
1: right. Hey, like, that's right. Tough.
2: I know. Unbelievable. No, the rebellion, the rebellion was wrong. Like a lot of time, mm-hmm. the Alliance was wrong. Yeah. When I say, rebellion. Yeah. I mean, I mean the Alliance, uh, rebel Alliance was, was wrong because like they were, they were weak. They were not willing to strike hard enough. If, if the group didn't go rogue, in Rogue One, and yep. do their own thing to try to get the Death Star plans, what would have happened to the Rebel Alliance? Because their leadership failed to make a, a decision. They were too scared. They were too apathetic. And Not great. Like, like yes. <laughs>
1: this rebellion is finished! Like, like <laughs> screw that guy, man! We all hated that guy. I think, yeah, I think parent he actually if said, he was in the rebellion.
2: Exactly. I think he actually said we are finished. But anyway, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, so Saul is right in a lot of ways. And I love yeah. the... My favorite piece of dialogue that Saul has is when he like he named all the different groups, yeah, yeah. he like spat the words out. He's like separatist, like yeah. I love that he called them whatever you will, they're all morons like yeah. cultists separatist like that was he yeah. spat the word separatist out there was yeah. an extra emphasis on that, and I love that that was a detail because we all know his background with uh, losing his sister and what in the yeah. Clone wars mm-hmm. and stuff, and uh, yeah, that was great, also we got to see that cool little alien guy that I' never what his... Your yeah, uh-huh. yes. we got to see that guy. Uh, that was that was that was great.
1: Love yeah, that. I love I love that vision How visual he is because it's, it's the same thing when we when we went to Jeddah for the first time. He's the first face we see, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I know what's gonna happen. So that was mm-hmm. a total blast. And then I want I want to as it's we're an kind X-wing of getting- there, I didn't even see that. Oh yeah, which, which, which is I believe is yeah. that the cavern angels coloring. I don't know. Someone tell me. Someone knows what what coloring that is. It's a specific thing. It's what probably does that mean,
2: in... cavern angel? What is that from? It's like a squadron. Squadrons. It's,
1: it's, yeah, in squadrons there's a there's a bunch of references to different ones. So all three of you that are still playing squadrons, tell us what that looks like. <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, uh, but then I I want to as we kind of wrap up here near the end, I want to talk about the Ferrix a little bit because we finally get what, where we all assumed what was happening. Dedra and Cyril, they do get together. He gives her the info. She is now on Ferex. We're finally getting the coalescence of all the groups, you know, with Bix. Um, like I said in the recap, essentially about to be tortured by Dedra, which I find fascinating. So I, I know we talked a little bit about is Cyril going to turn? Is Dedra going to turn or whatever? So I want to start off by asking you guys one, did it surprise you <clears throat> that neither of them are turning? They're both just doubling down, really, on being Imperial. And then, what did you think now about like, where do we go from here with Bix now being in the hands of the ISP?
2: Well, the, f- the first thing I want to say is uh, all of these Star Wars Disney Plus shows are so friggin' dark. You can, like, barely see them when we try to do these screen, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> screen share types of things. Yeah, I, uh, I just want to say I love how Dedra's character is developing. Um, mm, the too. scene that we're actually yes. looking at here with her talking to Bix or whatever, where she was like, uh, they were like, should we get this guy out of here? And she's like, no, leave him. We, we want to see. And then they brought Bix in. She's like, what, what are you doing? doing? Get this guy out of here. Like, she acted that out to for the Shelling. psychological mm-hmm. effect of that. And I... Very much love that we are developing with the plot line that I thought we were going to go with her, which is that uh, she's a villain, she's a true villain, yep. and uh, <coughs> it looks like that's how her character is going to stay. I was really hoping they weren't going to do a turncoat on her, where she becomes rebellion at the last minute, uh, yeah. like we often have happen, particularly with with women characters, which is a bit unfortunate yeah. to me that we don't get. You know, they shouldn't be so one sided. Yep. I feel like so. I love that we I love that. Yes, exactly. So, um, I uh, I really appreciate. Her character developing. She is brutal and scary. Um, I think, and uh, it's very interesting seeing how this is this is developing um, with Bix and Dedra and all this stuff happening on Ferrix.
0: I noticed yeah. in this episode specifically, but I'm sure it happens um, in other ones that when Dedra talks, she it's almost like she's clenching her teeth, but not all the way, and everything that she says. Yeah. So she's Ooh. very. It it seems yeah. very <clears throat> stoic. And very villain-like, and I was like, I've been noticing that, and how her, how she acts as, as doing that. She's just like, really, like, you should forget about yeah. this and never talk about it again. And you're just like, yeah. Her jaw doesn't yeah. go up and down. It's weird. No, because <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that,
1: would be that's that protocol. Yeah, you gotta right. keep it even. I bet. Be, can you imagine if Dedra went to? Maybe she will. Uh, goes to the prison on Arcana Five. She'd be like, "This is the most beautiful thing I have ever <laughs> seen." It's so efficient. It's almost as white so as my clean. Seat. <laughs> There's and, so uh, much protocol. <laughs> she, she would just be I, like, uh, oh,
2: yes. I will say so I was wrong protocol. about how... Uh, oh, it's too much protocol. I, I love how... Uh, I was wrong about how Cyril was brought in. Remember I yeah. had my mm-hmm. interesting theory about how he was going to be brought in. That was shocking, honestly. Yeah. Like, uh, what did... uh? I... Guess they're not gonna use him? What's his role gonna be? I still have no idea what the hell Cyril's like arc is gonna be. I don't think he does either. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I really thought they were gonna recruit him there in the end, but they didn't. So he's I don't know. a tool
1: to be used and then abandoned. I think and I'm like, yeah. I think Ooh.
0: he ends up like giving them a key piece of information or he actually sacrifices like like his job by doing something rogue, which is kind of funny and ironic yeah. but it's like helps the empire without him like actually requesting permission to do it so he's gonna do, I gonna think do he's something gonna rebellion he's do something
1: yeah he might now i think I that know. if he was like because he's found one his record gonna, in the empire yeah his yeah. record gotten expunged essentially right by the guy when he got his job he's like great so he's working oh cool that didn't give him what he wanted and now she comes in he's like oh my gosh i have great information for you i can be a valuable asset um I also love his voice cadence. It's so clipped. It's so clear and precise. Like he it it feels like he rehearses every conversation he's yeah. about to have, and then he like says it very clearly. Interesting and tie I'm,
0: dynamic as well.
1: Yeah. And then she tells Thigh him dynamic. His, Yeah, it looks it's a really oh, yeah. weird it comes <laughs> out of the shirt and it, bless you designers, it, it looks wonderful and stupid. It's very Star um, Wars. Yeah, yes. Yes. It, it yes. looks like he has
2: a cardigan on. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's very sad about which it. Which makes it all better. I know. But yes. then she ends with him saying, forget about this, which mm-hmm. is the exact thing they told him last time. And I think he's like, mm-hmm. okay, the ISBs, is everyone going to tell me to forget about justice? Does no one care? And I'm I'm wondering how deeply he takes that forward. Um, and we'll see. I mean, not to – I don't think this is really a spoiler because it is pretty widely known. Like, the actor, um, Kyle – Oh, I forget his last name. Who plays Who plays Cyril Karn, has posted on Instagram and stuff like he's shaving his beard when they're filming season two because Cyril is going to be part of season two. Like he's um, continuing as a character in whatever way. So I, I I don't know. He keeps getting shot down whenever he tries I to help. So it's, at a certain point,
2: I, I find I find this guy's performance to be one of the best in his good. entire show because yes. he is just so his his yes. makeup just is incredible. He looks pasty and. Like, he looks like an incel yep. dude. Like I was he a does. Good deputy and I,
0: inspector. I, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's like, <"All> right.
2: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like he just plays that. My mom never so didn't well. affect
1: me at all. I just want my mom's I know. approval. I mean your approval, mommy. <clears throat> <laughs> no <laughs> Like this guy has a lot of complicated things. You know? Uh, Gosh. Exactly. This show's yeah. this show's incredible. This is It is. Yeah. Huh.
2: It's a really good show. It's a huh. really good show. I still don't know what, what is gonna happen. You know, there there are several developing arcs. Uh, you know, we didn't really talk about Vel and Cinta much. There's something going on with that too. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess briefly we can just hit on that, that like I don't know, they seem to kind of disagree about how in they are. Vel maybe isn't totally in. Yeah, uh, I think you she know, wanted so, to be out after the I don't mission. know. This was a this was a very interesting scene, you know. Cinta's yep. like, you know, I always told you the mission's gonna come first yeah. and stuff and uh Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what to make of this. I don't know what's going to happen with with those two. Um to mm-hmm. be honest.
1: And, that, and, and I mean that's a we'll hard see. relationships in war, right? I mean that it's the Han Leia thing. It's the mm-hmm. I she, in Princess and the Scoundrel. That was the whole thing in the book of like I didn't know I was just marrying a senator. It's like <clears> yes you did. said like, no, that was marrying you. And it's like, "Oh cool. Is, we're seeing that but yeah. in a less comfortable way." You know, like mm-hmm. I think if Vel thought we were going to do this mission then we could go off and join the rebellion but it was our mission and we're still sharing a blanket and when when Cinta, when cinta's like we can't both stay here it'd be too obvious is yeah. i think such a what a gut punch yeah what a gut punch totally. to be like no we're not done now We're what about farther us apart. isn't that yeah. more
0: important and she's like ah oh, dude it's about no, i told it's you it's about from the, the
1: beginning she's yeah. like oh you cannot so- <laughs> fool the calls Saga <laughs> so rare would be like that's my girl Absolutely. exactly
2: exactly yeah yeah
1: but they'll keep going I think you know they're still mm. looking for cassian and and now that cinta is based on ferex she's gonna obviously see maybe what happens to bix um I just hope someone keeps checking on Marva Please give her that blanket. She's very uh, yeah. cold. Uh,
2: Marva very uh, cold. Marva's time Marva's time is unfortunately very limited yes. in this show, I think. I think uh I think that's gonna be the you know, the tipping point for Ferrex is gonna be whatever's gonna happen to Marva because yep. they're building up to it and uh it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal, unfortunately. I'm not ready for
1: B 2s reaction to that <clears throat> moment happening. That's gonna
2: be that's gonna be the the climax, I think, of this arc is Cassian being broke out of prison and uh stuff happening with with Ferrix and Marva. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: He's like I'm finally in, you were right. We need to rebel. I met these people. We're going to be part of a rebellion. Mom, guess what? I'm ready. And then he opens the door and it's Just B. <laughs> yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In his little charger, just being like I try to keep her warm. Bad news. <laughs> yeah. I <exactly>. am sad. <laughs> I'm not ready for it. Uh yeah. um, God, I'm I'm really sad now. Just thinking about that. that's going to be this a real show is fun. very good.
2: Andor oh. is very very good. I'm really having a blast with the show. Um, you know, I think uh, I hope it's it's getting the numbers and stuff to support this type of project yep. to go forward in the future. That's all practical effects and incredible acting, and it's very very good. <laughs> in- uh, incredible I acting.
0: That. I would like yes. to point out one scene towards the, the end, end when the Empire is chasing after Bix. There was the Incredible um, scream of "get!" Ah!" (laughs) and I was like, "a little over the top, man." A little over the
2: top, but (laughs) he's like, "I got one shot."
0: He really went for
1: it.
2: So Where's Padme? To, Is she safe? Is she all right? No! Like, come on. Like, Come on. Yeah, you're right. It was way over the top. Uh, but they well. got her, so good for him. Maybe that was the reason. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Maybe, maybe it was necessary. Yeah. Maybe his stupid troops won't listen to anything except for yelling. Yeah, so yeah it, I don't works, know. it
1: works. It yeah. works. Uh, but, yeah, and that's where we are. Next week, obviously, we get the same creative team as the arc goes. We had two more episodes in this arc. Same director, same writer. Of uh, Gosh who knows where it goes but everyone is continuing to progress in their storylines and yeah. uh, I, 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 it feels great it feels great I hope everyone that's listening and watching I hope you loved it as much as we did obviously we, we could just keep going on about this show because I think it is that good and it has that much to talk to say um, fellas any final thoughts about this <clears throat> arc this episode before we get on and out of here and let people uh, just kind of <laughs> wait in tension until next Wednesday yeah.
0: Um. One of the comments that Luthen had said was, "Oppression breeds rebellion." Like when he was speaking with Saul Guerrero, and I thought that yeah. was, I thought that was interesting that he he added that in because you can see that it's building, and the more that the people suffer, the more this rebellion kind of grows. So it's yep. kind of a dichotomy of do you make people suffer for the rebellion to actually create this this shift in the empire or do you kind of hold that down maybe keep the rebellion like under wraps but he's like he wants he wants like death destruction and all of it <clears throat> maybe yep m- maybe a little less than saw guerrero but <laughs> that will help with 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 the rebellion and how it will overturn the empire yep.
1: absolutely. absolutely and we'll see more of that next week because my friends that will do it for this week's episode of bounty hunt Keep your eyes out for our next hunt next week, and we'll be chatting all about episode 9 of Andor, the rise of Andor Walker, if you will. That didn't work. A special thank you goes out to Brad, Julian Ortiz, Earl Q, Robert Thomas, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, and Elizabeth Poopier, Ashley Ingalls, and Sally Chris Eilerson on our Alliance High Command. Go ahead and tell us all your thoughts about Andor in our Discord at utini.com Discord. Use those spoiler tags, be polite, and follow the main show on Twitter at LivingForcePod and at utini underscore US. And all of us individually at Eric Kylerson, at Corey Am Helton, and at Boss Wes. Until next time, I'll be real sad when that happens, guys. May the Force be with you.
0: You've been listening to the Bounty Hunt Podcast.
1: Yeah. Good.
0: To learn more about other Utini Patreon exclusives, visit utini.com.